One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. If this show was a man, his name would be Anthony Luke and Pete Shaw. Hello, this is Luke and Pete Shaw. I am Pete Donaldson. It is Thursday, the 11th of January. I'm joined by Mr. Lukey Moore. You all right, Lukey Moore? So nice to see you, Peter. Yeah, it's, it's, it's nice to see everything, I think. <laughs> is that what you think when you wake up in the morning? Yeah. Tell that to Open a man who's just had a corneal operation. I wouldn't say that because it would be insensitive. Well, it, if it? you were a doctor, sure. But if you're just walking past the ward, shout it in. What? So nice to see everything. So nice to see everything Isn't now, guys. guys. Who's with yeah. me? As you're walking past Moorfields, you shout it, honk uh, it through the letterbox. Too high risk at Moorfields. <laughs> that, that's that's going to have both. That's going to have both categories, isn't it? It's going to have people who've recently gone blind. Right. Okay. Yeah. Fair dues. Yeah. I guess it's very much a um, two different waiting rooms in Moorfields. It's kind of like, oh, you're in one. trouble. Or yeah, everything's going to be fine. It's just a bit of dust. Oh. What waiting room? You, what waiting room you put me in, Doctor? Ah, oh, for fuck's sake! <laughs> Not B. I don't want to be in B. No. Wasn't there a, a kind of um, condition you could get in your eye if you work with metal quite a lot? That tiny little minuscule, almost imperceptible to the human eye, literally. Whoa! Um, as uh, it, it would suck, these metal fragments would go into your eye, and therefore you couldn't get like a CT scan because of the um, magnets. Wow, I didn't know Because it would pull all of the metal fragments out of your eyes. and, uh, and make you a, want that, right? Make a terrific... N- not in such a spectacular fashion, one would suggest. <laughs> Good news, we got them all, all out. out. <laughs> <laughs> Who said that? <laughs> oh, dear. Wow. Wow. I had a... Um, so, Moorfield Eye Hospital, which is the one I'm thinking of, is part of... Old Street, um, isn't it? Off, off the Old Street roundabout. The most confusing and violent roundabout in London. Ignore that, because it's therefore not the hospital I'm thinking of. Oh. And that anecdote will no longer make sense. Okie dokie. Uh, so Moorfields Eye Hospital is the one that says at Old Street Tube Station, a light here for Moorfields Eye Hospital. Yes, I was thinking massive letters. I was thinking it's the one opposite um, King's College Hospital. Right. Next to the Maudsley Hospital. Mm. Now, the Maudsley Hospital is interesting, or at least it, it, it is, or it, at least it used to be the hospital where they do all the pioneering brain surgery. Okay, in the middle um, of London. That just seems yeah. very. Um, could you? Not, would you not want something a little bit more relaxing? Like I don't want my surgeon who's going to mess with the aid, old mess with the old um, CPU to be kind of come, getting on the tube and getting off at like uh, Russell Square and getting really angry. Well, if he's, get, if he's getting off at Russell Square, he's nowhere near King's College Hospital, so he's, he's in big fit. trouble there. He's getting fit. <laughs> he's running. He's running. He's running. He knows the importance yeah. of cardiovascular health because he's a doctor. Yeah, it makes perfect sense. Exactly. He, he's probably getting off at. Um, Denmark Hill, uh, right? Okay. Possibly getting the bus down from Elephant and Castle, but we digress. Anyway, mm. the Morsey Hospital, yeah, they do all this brain surgery stuff. And the reason I know that is because in the late eighties, my father, who is still with us, mm. um, who art in him, heaven, <laughs> who, art, who art not in heaven, 
No, not the big father who tells right, everyone okay. to do all the time and is, can see everything all the time. Yeah. Um, my actual father. Right. He had brain surgery at said hospital in the what? late 80s. In the yeah. late 80s, when, when we yeah. weren't even doing it right. That's amazing. What a testament so, to the skills that pay the bills in the 80s. Well, when was the last time you met him? <laughs> no. That's oh, right. The what, only what? time I've met him, he told me. Off, so. <laughs> no, he's, he's, no he's, on, he's on great form. He, he remains on great form. Good stuff. The, the, the point is that he is epileptic, my father. Mm. And um, back in the 80s, uh, they were doing a number of different um, procedures to try and work out with a lot of epileptic patients where the... Because basically what epilepsy tends to be, or at least in this case, I'm not an expert, but I have lived in a family with it for, for a number of well, my whole life. Um, an ex used to have um, um, epilepsy. Never saw a, yes, um, the, it, it present itself, but it was a... So there's very there's many different forms, hmm. right? Like So anyway, so this particular form that my father um, suffers from is they were trying to work out what part of the brain it originated from. Right. And if it was a certain part of the brain, they could potentially try and neutralize that to stop it happening. And if they were able to do that, they'd learn a lot about it. So basically, my dad, which is an amazingly brave thing, I thought that then and I think that Huge. now, he, he volunteered for it. Yeah. So anyway. Oh, no, uh, we've got to zap the bit that makes you proud of your son. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. yeah. Oh, oh, don't give the guys a spoiler. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then um, after we had it done, he just kept being really disappointed with me. <laughs> it's a side effect so of the surgery, So I started podcasting. <laughs> Blast through infinity and come round the back. And every morning I check whether he's become a Patreon member or not, and he hasn't still. No, basically, so basically they had, they had, they had this um, they had this thing done, and they put. But back then, obviously, it was far more primitive than it is now. So oh, I remember, good God, brain surgery in the eighties is a chilling sentence, isn't it? I bet the great, reco- great recovery. I bet, I bet recovery was just have a ciggy. Just yeah, yeah. Well, no. So, so what, what's interesting, I think, is that my parents took a decision, even though I think I was eight or nine years old, took a decision that I should be made aware of it, I should be told about it, mm. I should be a part of it as much as possible. I didn't yeah. hide it away from me, which I, I, I didn't really think much of at the time, but now I'm actually very grateful for that. And um, so I went up, it was obviously up in London, he, he was an inpatient, so he was there for a while, mm. and we went to go visit him. And um, what it basically amounted to is having a, basically, if you're squeamish and you're listening to this, then you know you might want to you know, fast forward the next minute or so, but it's basically a flap on the top of his head. Yeah opened it up and then they put like what's like like you said a cpu like a computer unit on the top of his head like that right and he had to have it on his head for like a day because that's the only way they could get the scan going on right and then they did all the run all the tests around the got all the information and then then sadly they found out that actually it was operate it was initiating in lots of different parts of his body uh, of his brain sorry and so they couldn't do much about it and they but they, they were able to adjust his medication to to further control it so it's a, um, so 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 rather than it being like something that actually interacted with your brain itself it was like a, a very very internal scan like a wow he's still so, got the scar on top of his head yeah so it must have been like some kind of like radioactive dye or something how or how does it i don't even really know how they measure sign up no i think it just i think it went i don't think it could penetrate through the, the, skull. the skull so, it so yeah and, and and obviously the other thing you've got to do i'm not sure many people know this and maybe it's not still the case like i said i'm not mm. an expert but back then at least you had to remain conscious the whole time yes yeah because yeah. otherwise they don't know there's any issue mm. so he was conscious he was conscious the whole time it's an incredibly brave thing to do like yeah. i'm really proud of him for doing it and and um he's he's in you know at touch wood at time recording he's in good health and he's mm. you know he's, he's fine um uh, but it was just a, a mad um 
amount of time looking back on it. When you're like eight or nine, I don't suppose you really care too much about it because your mum would just say, oh, yeah, it's all going to be fine. Don't worry about it. It, it seems kind of, I guess you don't... It's quite weird when, seeing when, him, though. When you're a kid, it's kind of like, um, you would sort of think, yeah, my dad's got to go in for a brain scan and that just, you know, you don't really know the ins and outs of the risks, I suppose, do you? But like... Getting the getting the old getting the old brain popped out. So Oof. yeah, I, I thought that at the to- I, I wonder what the what the thought process for my parents was. So was it like they got me to go and see him because they thought it was important that I knew about it, mm. or they got me to go and see him because there was risks and they wanted to make sure that he saw me before something bad happened? Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I, I guess opening. I mean, the nothing brain... bad did happen ultimately. No, so, yeah. I mean, opening the brain, I guess, isn't. I mean, it, it has its own risks, but I mean, they thing is though the 80s though that's the big variable isn't it like it's yeah. very like you know popping the old popping the old sunroof open in the 80s it's just i, I don't yeah. know man he, he, the fucking I mean, surgeon I guess, was probably on a bmx <laughs> i mean i guess he probably, had one of those, he probably had one of those walkman <laughs> they probably didn't <laughs> yeah. they probably um he probably had a sony walkman or a talk boy um yeah i mean he's probably, he's probably like recording the surgery and that but yeah i guess like um the, yeah the 80s thing is, is is quite a big kind of uh, variable and but to be fair hospitals probably cleaner back then isn't it probably didn't probably wasn't a massive risk of mrsa back then well the nhs was probably funded then yeah let's leave well, it at that it existed mind you it was probably under thatcher wasn't it so maybe it wasn't thatcher who knows thatcher. who knows but i don't know anything i can't remember i was too young mm. uh, i remember it being odd at the time but i just like when you're young you don't have a huge amount of in-depth exposure to other families do you so like no you yeah you this don't is really normal know. for me you've got yeah no, yeah, we, yeah. yeah. If, if you've if you've grown up with you people listen to this will have grown up with a family member with a you know a condition or an illness or whatever you yeah. just if it's if it's always been there you just adjust right yeah, my, I mean, my uh, it, when I eventually um, uh, gra- grab myself a burn, so to speak, um, from from the ether, from the stock, um, are like they're going to have to deal with me, Sammy, Lola the dog, Sarah, and um, Mister Donut, who will be arriving before the baby. Has Mister Donut so arrived yet? Or not, Mister, no? I've not bought Mister. I've not bought myself Mister Donut. Now I've got, I've got bigger issues. It's 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 tax January. <laughs> Look, it's, oh yeah, I've got about ta- that. It's tax January, and I'm, and I'm considering paying everything in full on time this time. Because I momentarily forgot how you live your life because they uh, did send what can only be described as a collection agency. <laughs> to did me. they really? They did. I didn't realize you were they so did that. smug about this like six months ago. <laughs> oh, you can just do what you want. It's, I, yeah, it's, it's fine. <laughs> It's the government. It's like student loans. They'll never yeah. find you. They find you and they sell your debt to an agency. Yeah. Wow. Seriously, though, mate. They're not getting you all know, the money back there. The agency's taking a cut out of that. Outrageous. That's not the point in this It scenario. is the point, though, isn't it? I don't mind paying at them six months too late. I do resent paying a collections agency. What I like about this is that, like, at least most woolly, progressive, liberal, woke <laughs> losers do things like desperately, frighteningly pay their taxes. You're not even doing that. No. Look, I'll, <laughs> I'll defend my right to be shit and admin to that. Are you Wesley Snipes? Are you the Wesley Snipes of UK podcasting? No, because I'm, I'm not willfully avoiding, evading or not paying them. I'm just sort of going, well, there's nothing there's nothing in the cupboard, lads. How would you describe it? What? I know. Bearing in mind, I know exactly how much you get paid because it's exactly the same as me. What are you doing? What do you mean, what am I doing? What do you mean? Why are you not paying it? Got four hundred quid broadband every month. <laughs> so what you said to the debt collectors? Four hundred and sixty pounds. Do, do, do you want to stream a movie? Do you want... <laughs> I can get you anything, 
anything yeah. as long as I can get the proper mirror for pirate beer that's it's somehow available <laughs> on my on my line. It's they just I don't think don't I work. don't think loudly announcing that you're also a big fan of piracy <laughs> is the best way to redeem Different. yourself to those types. Look, it's how, they're, it's even, how a lot, they're the types that haven't even been able to be police officers. It's how it's how it's how a lot of like you know Bundys and so it's, it's how a lot of serial killers got got away with it. Agencies don't talk to each other, so the piracy agency is not going to be talking to the the tax evasion uh, agency, is no, it? No, but they're talking to you. Hmm. I'm not evading my tax. I'm telling them what I'm what I'm owed, but I'm just oh fuck. So you're going to drop it all to them at the end of the month? I will be dropping it all at the end of the month. I tell you what, though, Oi. that'll teach them, won't it? <laughs> that'll teach them. What do you what mean? Six months, six months extra stress for you unnecessarily, and you're going to pay it anyway. Oh no, I've paid that one, but Luke. I don't mind reminding you, you got to do it all the time, this tax thing. It yeah. never ends. It never fucking ends. It's, every, it's every, every six months, isn't it? It is. Tax doesn't have to be taxing, but it is, in my case. It is I'm going so. to file my... Because obviously, for those listening, we are Pete and I are technically self-employed, so mm. I'll file my tax return straight away in April mm. so I can get it back as soon as possible so I can show a mortgage provider what I'm earning so that I can hopefully move house. Right. Okay. I thought That's you've just got this. You've got this beautiful pile. That you you know the Christmas tree out the window throwing guy. Like I mean, you've you've got it all all going for you. You got That's room for your big now, car, isn't it? What do you mean it's all changed now? The Christmas tree. Um, oh yeah, the Christmas you, changed. You need a place to put the Christmas tree in the garden, don't you? It's you need in the a, garden already. It's in the garden already. Imagine how happy I was mm. to a no longer be able to do the highlight of the year, which is push the tree out of the uh, window in front mm. of my son for the first time. And B, this is what daddy have to, does. Have to carry a really heavy, massive, annoying Christmas tree through the entire house and then down the stairs and out into the garden. And replant it. So we can it. use it again next year because how, apparently one Christmas tree at a time is saving the planet. How easy is it to replant it? Does it ever go wonky donkey or just you've not put enough soil on one side or not how my big pay is grade, it? Mate. Not, not your pig. Oh, you're not even getting involved with it. You'd there's, put a it gardener, in the... there's a gardener within the home. Right. She's very, very enthusiastic <laughs> and she's taking care of that. Oh, well, there you go. Then don't worry about that then. That's absolutely fine. Yeah, I don't. I, I know nothing about gardening, but I don't think that taking a Christmas tree out from its natural environment, shoving it next to a radiator for six weeks, <laughs> and then putting it back in the garden, thinking it's going to grow again, will necessarily work. I'm not it's an like expert. It's like the. It's like the. They're pretty hardy. They're evergreen after all. But I would say, like maybe you. Uh, it's a little bit. It's a little bit like um, the snowman story, the allegory. The, the, the you know, bringing it inside for a bit of warmth and then it melts. Because it's not, yeah. it's not designed to be warm. It's supposed to be there. Mm. Exactly. If you love a Christmas tree, yeah. let it stay outside well, all it, the time. In many ways, um, I've got a sort of post-Christmas sort of festive um, garden um, adornment, let's say. Um, I've created what can only be described as an unsightly pile of boxes. Um, right. Uh, it's pushed we, up against the garden. Tip, are you? It's not anytime soon, Luke. <laughs> it's right. it's. I've basically got about three months worth of boxes that I've just kind of pushed into the corner of the garden yard. We don't have any grass, um, and it's and it's and it's unsightly. Look, it's a real it kind of mulch in the mountain. Rain? To well, I was hoping that all of this unseasonably wet weather, or seasonably, I guess, uh, wet weather would um, it would allow it to be kind of like melted by the time I got round to putting it in bags and taking it at the tip. But um, so far, it really hasn't. And it's also coincided with the, the weather getting very cold, so I don't really want to go out there and stamp on boxes and put them it's in. It's an awful it's job. Like, it's, it is. And, I, and, I, and, I, and it calls to me at night. It's like, um, is it Edgar Allan Poe with the, with the, with the heart? 
that one, what was on The Simpsons and the TV show that I just watched, um, The House of... The Raven? The ra- no, um, no, I think it was like the... Is it The Telltale Heart or something? I don't, I don't know. know. Do you want there me to Google a, it for you? There's a heart that's kind of Lisa Simpson. Yes, it is. The Telltale Heart. <laughs> the tell short heart. story about Grandpa. Right. I don't know it. I'm not familiar right. with it. Right. Well, it, it it calls to me at night, uh, the, the the pile of cardboard that um, is just getting bigger and bigger. And Sarah is adding to it with glee. I'm adding to it with um, a heavy sadness in my soul. Um, but it, it's not getting any easier, Luke. I'll, you know, I'll... I'll, I'll um, just let's while stick, you're, while you're on this subject. Let's stick a picture on the, on the socials. For, if nothing yeah, else, to sort of go, hey, look, we, we got something out of it. Um, while you were talking about that, I just got. We're recording from our respect in our respective homes today, for those listening. Mm. Um, and while you were talking about, that, <laughs> I just got a WhatsApp from the wife I have access to saying, "The first thing I hear when I walk in, oh my god, are you complaining about me making you take the Christmas tree outside?" <laughs> yes. Trust me, I was hoping I was strong enough to do it myself because I knew you'd be a total pain in the ass about it. <laughs> there yes. you go. What I like about Everything that she is, says is true. What I like about that is um, uh, your, your your good lily partner has uh, access to the podcast just by listening to you. Uh, but I'm yeah. ensconced on um, the in a, in a in a shed in an apology in the cabin, apology cabin, in the, in the cabin, aka the grief shed. Yeah, uh, the grief shed. Um, so Sarah has to actually download. To be fair, it does add one to our listening figures. Um, but she does listen um, regularly to find out what I've said about her, uh, and then to, to, to not really tell me off. Just look a bit like like the cat that got the cream, the cat that yeah. got the content that she'd that heard brings, what I said. That brings us nicely mm. up to date because we do want to um, get the best, the most pressing update yeah. Uh, yeah. in the Luke and Pete Show universe at the moment. Put but a little D in front of that pressing, mate. D. <laughs> Spang it, just slide it, slide it, slide it along. It can be both. It can be yeah. both. Okay. Um, yeah. Well, I, I put a... Um, I put a request out on Instagram as I do periodically for people mm. um, listening and what they want us to talk about today. Yeah, and this was by far the top of the pile. Right, um, but we're going to do it just the other side of the ad break. So okay. stick around. The other side of this, right. we've got batteries, we've got a couple of other bits, but we're also going to do an update on the biggest, most depressing aspect of the Luke and Pete universe, and that is Pete's Toyota Century. See you in a minute. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. 
If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Welcome back to The Look at Pete Show. I am Pete Donaldson. Welcome uh, to the show once again after that excellent um, set of adverts. What was your um, favourite one? Oh, probably the one about... Uh, I think we're doing one about the NHS and some kind of... Um, Mental Health Initiative, I think. That's the last one I voiced. That might be on the looking picture. That might not be. I don't know. Either way, any, um, I've read it. Any, any erectile dysfunction stuff? No, erectile dysfunction right Surprising. now. No, 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 no. Um, sort of noom. We've not had any cords for noom through. Uh, after that, that's, big see, that's fine, chat. because that would annoy me, because we, mm. we you slated noom, and I wasn't a part of that. But I didn't did slate it. noom. And I'm I just said that they recognize, I'm still using it now. I just, I just said that they... Um, I was being balanced. You were being very pro Noom, and I was being non-balanced. I was, I was, I was bringing up negatives that I'd made up about the company. Right, and let me make this absolutely clear: Noom right. are not getting any of the fucking credit for this. Okay, but I am already um, eight and a half pounds down using. That's excellent. So well done. Are you considering right a doctor's trip like me? <laughs> well done. <laughs> Probably carrying bloody big trees through your house. Yeah, that's that's how kids. I lost every single eight pounds. I shit myself inside out, <laughs> carrying a massive tree through the house. <laughs> uh, what do you want to do first? Toyota Century batteries or emails? Um, I mean, I'd, to be honest, uh, Luke, is there, there, there's not much of an update. I got a lovely message from um, the East Coast Japanese uh, organisation. Uh, Love the Abronja Band podcast and heard in the recent episode uh, that you've just got a Toyota Century. Great choice. We are an East Anglian-based Japanese car club in Suffolk. I would love to have you at one of our events. You've got to go. You have to go. If you don't go, that is, this show is done. You have to go. Well, get, well look, what I, what I first would need... To enjoy the joys of the East Coast Anglian <laughs> car? car company was to actually have a Japanese domestic market car because at the fucking moment it's down in Southampton with some potential amateurs, in my opinion, Luke Moa. <laughs> and that is very rich coming and from me. And that you. is very rich coming <laughs> from me. So you still not take it. So I, I've. Rory, producer Rory and I have been fortunate enough to receive a video tour of the Toyota Century, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, which we'll share on socials for people to see. Mm-hmm. But we can't give people a proper update as yet, chiefly because you cannot um, you cannot provide one because you haven't taken the, the lobster is not in the pot, so to speak. The lobster is not in the pot; it's sort of swimming around near the near the lobster pot, so to speak. Uh, it was well, whatever the cage, lobster cage. It's in the yeah. lobster cage. What but bait did um, you put in the cage? Um, I don't really know what lobsters eat. Six thousand pounds, wasn't it? <laughs> a lot of cash, a lot of bloody yeah. cash. So, when, have you got a timeline for us or not? Uh, not really. Just got to wait till these lads uh, uh, getting it, to, getting it to an MOT centre, I suppose. Because uh, at the moment they're saying things like, "Oh, the lights aren't coming on," and I'm like, <laughs> "Yeah, but lads, even I know it's been like, even I know as a man who doesn't know cars, it's been at sea for two months, and yeah. it and it did have a new battery before." So, you know, probably, chances are, it will, it, it, chances are, it'll probably have a flat battery, lad. So may, maybe give it a charge. That's what I'm saying. Look. But don't use that tone with them, because that's my... I wouldn't use that, I would never use that tone. No. With Bilal. I'll tell you what you do, never here's would. what you do. You go, you call them up. Oh, hi. Go, uh, uh, I'm sorry. That, anything... Really sorry. I'm just so sorry about this. But yeah. I, I, I understand that Please my Please invite me for the time ba- for, for your friend to come and collect it the second <laughs> my... time because you couldn't find the car the first day that you went to pick it up. I'm so sorry. 
my pathetic battery in my pathetic car because I'm a little slug <laughs> isn't working. So if I give you a thousand pounds, could you possibly give it a new battery for me? Oh God! Yeah. So just stuff like that, really. It's it's I can't idling. The term it's, going for in, it. it's going in idle. It's going in idle all the time. I was, I was about to get back to me. All right. I can't remember the term for it, but I there mm. is there is one, and maybe our listeners will. Is know more, shy but... kids getting out? The meek shall not no, inherit the earth. It's that people who deliberately but subconsciously make their surround their lives with extra complications and mm. challenges and mm. cardboard make mountains. things hard for themselves because they it gives them a purpose. Yeah, yeah, shitheads. I'm a shithead. Is it? Is it like Munchausen? Is it, is it Munchausen by proxy? Where you surround yourself with pain and illness? Munchausen by proxy is you injure other people. Sadly, that's usually it. children to get attention. Right. And okay. Munchausen syndrome is when you injure yourself to get um, attention. Which is the one where you pretend, though? Isn't that? You, can't you still use that as Munchausen though? Where you where you pretend that it's someone's got illness? Isn't it? No, you pretend that someone else has got an illness, so you can. Oh, claim money or be the good guy or etc etc I was about to say what like in that TV show but I realised that's the twist at the end of the entire series so I'm not going to say it oh uh, I'm not like you Don, I don't spoil a TV series interesting the House of Usher I've been watching uh, quite Any recently good? yeah good again it's based on the um, the works of the poor the poor man and uh, it's good yeah it's alright actually it's a follow up to something on Hill House it's like a horror kind of collective of actors who are really good really good stuff right yeah, I'm watching, um, I'm watching um, Traitors, of course. Is Traitors the one, uh, like a reality TV show with Davina McCall? No. <laughs> Good. Well, I have no further questions then. No, it's um, it's like a... I suppose you would call it a reality TV show, though. It's like a, a game show, I suppose, but it's Claudia Winkleman. Wink... All right. Jesus Christ. They've practically got the ex- exact same hair. I can only feel the questions I'm being asked. Good God. Well, yeah, but like it's not Hollywood... Like big budget triple A release, is it? Like drama, you know. It it's is a t- it is a, it is a reality TV show with bloody one of a BBC One mainstays or ITV mainstays. Good God, sir! Can I Good ask you God. something? Do you think Claudia Winkleman really looks like Paul Riley? Uh, who's Paul Riley? Oh, yeah. Paul Riley, who wrote the Ramble theme back in the day. Yeah. Um, I haven't seen him for a long time, but yeah, I mean, there's there's. It's all hair with her, isn't it? It's all, Heavy eyeshadow, the it's hair. It's all hair and eyes, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's like it's very much. She's um, really good on traitors, though. She's great. She's great on everything. She's great yeah. on everything. But yeah, it's all hair. I, 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 you, you just you just don't know what she's up to under all that hair. My friend, um, <laughs> my friend, um, uh, my friend's ex girlfriend is the director of traitors. Ah, I mean, Series it's a TV director. show. I'm still. Unaware as to precisely, mate, what you it's would all love about. it. You and Sarah would fucking absolutely love it. Yeah, it's brilliant, That's, mate. We got so we got good. the sixth run, the seventh run through of the office to go to. <laughs> oh, sorry, yeah, don't don't put it ahead of that. Yeah. But I mean, there was, a, there, was a, there was a TV show we were watching oh. where um, the 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 world was going to hell, and this girl, this young girl, um, quite out of kind of like generation, a TV show she she should be watching. But like this girl who was like I don't know, probably like fifteen or whatever, she was obsessed with finally getting to watch. Friends, like she she watched all her friends, and she just wanted the, to watch the last this? series. It was a TV, it was a TV show. Again, I forget which was what it was, but it was basically the end of the world, and everything was fucked, and and the apocalypse had come, and nuclear war was breaking out, and all this stuff. But she just wanted to watch the final episode of Friends, and as the world in front of us goes to shit, me and Sarah every night 
we watch a 20 minute 21 minute episode of uh, of the office us because it just makes us happy and we've gone through it's comforting, it like, isn't it i've gone through it three times with her i've gone through it like six times in total seven times in total i'm, um, um, I'm the same with, um, with mini morning matters yeah with uh, saxondale yeah with ramsey's kitchen nightmares <laughs> uh just but only the uk one yeah okay fair, uh, fair. i told you before me and adam jarell of the offensive and um and Jackie the Ripper and Boom fame, we, we've we got a really strong, but admittedly quite complicated mm. uh, podcast idea for that TV show. With, it's got absolutely zero chance of finding any audience whatsoever, so I can never get it greenlit internally mm. at Stack, but um, it will be so fun to do. So once I've made my dough, yeah. that's what I'm going to do. That's going to be your vanity project, is it? Yeah. Right. Well, my, my 15th vanity project. <laughs> <laughs> After the album. He's done five albums. Yeah, oh my God. yeah. <laughs> I, I bloody love to do it now. So I, I, I do retain a kind of fantasy where I have loads of money, and mm. I've got some. I've actually genuinely got some quite talented musician friends. Yeah, and uh, where I we all hole up in a nice studio for like a month and put an album together, and it'll be. Why awful. don't you do it? I haven't got the money, and I can't just take a month off. Just, just work in the evenings. I'll just do it in the evenings. Most I get musicians... pissed off after two days, but anyway, I just have to go home. Go I on. always have. I always have. When I sort of. Um, I sometimes think, as an older man, you know, I've got no musical talent. Don't know. I, I I couldn't write music. I couldn't do the actual thing of writing songs. But sometimes I'll go. You know what? That'll be a fun little fun little song. Like the last one I thought was like a song about um, some bastards turning my mum into a vape shop. Right. So like a woman who's never vaped in her life, but some bastard has been around and they've turned my mum into a vape, vape shop, and she smells like wonderful. But she's what now a vape shop. But and it's just all these like, and I thought that would make a good song. And then I think about it again. And I go, it would be unlistenable. It would be like the band. I think it's a band called Let's Wrestle who did a song all about yeah, wrestling. Remember them? Remember them? It would be yeah. like them. <laughs> it would be absolutely unlistenable. Do you remember that band that um, Bob was in Super Tennis? Yeah, that's like yeah. A tennis but, he, band. But, but they were good, weren't they? Yeah, they, they were, were pretty, pretty good. good. Yeah, yeah. But they always used to dress thing. like his eighties tennis players. Yeah. That's good stuff. That, Their main that song very was called much, the Super Tennis Thing. That is very much, uh, you know, East London, 2005, like, just yeah. just fun times. Great stuff. Do you, do you, do you, some people feel very strongly about kind of any kind of humour and music, don't they? Um, they do, but then when they hear humour and music, they go, oh, oh. <laughs> but there oh. is some bad stuff, but there's some good stuff. There's good stuff, but I think you've got to come with it from the music side of like, things rather um, than the comedian yeah, picking so up a guitar. Yeah, like McCluskey, for example, they're very funny, but they're also like a brilliant kind of yeah, yeah. Noise I was listening player. to Permission to Land the Darkness uh, this week. Again, great example. Good great album. Example. Good album. Justin Hawkins is the best channel on YouTube, in my view. He is. He has been for a long time. He's, he's uh, so he's, good. He's uh, he's he, he's really. I can sort of get. The, I get the feeling that uh, Capranos fancies a bit of that. You know. Oh, I can see that. Yeah, I, think I can see he, him being like been, a slightly less obnoxious Jarvis Cocker. Maybe he's been popping around. He's been popping around, doing a little bit of presenting here and there. And I thought get him he'd, in, prob- don't he? he'd, prob- he'd probably do something. I tried he'd to get Justin Hawkins to stack. I could not get near the guy. You tweeted him, didn't you? You were I, just I had tweeting resort, him. I had to resort to tweets. <laughs> like I did, like two months of like proper back channeling, like speaking to agents. Yeah. I just couldn't get near him. I just thought, you know what? I'm just going to tweet him. Might mm. as well. Um, he's not interested. That's fair enough. He's doing his he's own. Busy. Thing. He's in the darkness. But, 
Capranos could uh, could do something for Capranos. Listen, we've got to do batteries, mate. Rory's very passively, aggressively highlight part of highlighted part of the battery brand section in the running order. So yeah, I mean to, he's doing that, do but I mean by virtue of the fact it's a Google Doc, it's a live doc, I can see the production team writing that, and it's kind of it's I'm obstructing playing. what I'm trying to do. Neither of us look at the running order. Hello, it says Kent. The Wi-Fi I have access to, and I just acquired our first child, which means. We got a fellow with batteries. We have loads of new gadgets, and more importantly, those gadgets contain off-brand batteries. Uh, there were a couple that I recognised from the show, so um, I won't waste your time with GP power cells. However, mm. nestled in a new smoke alarm, um, you, that is not a child's um, accoutrement. That is just general home safety. Well, you have to put smoke safety. alarms in your house if you haven't already, have you? You do have to have them, but you should have them anyway. I agree. Uh, that's just having a house. Huidaral. Uh, which sounds very much like the sort of battery Tom of Finland would put in his his uh, smoke alarm. I think alarm. it's Huidaroy, isn't it? Huidaral. Huidaral. I think that last um, letter is an I, though, Pete. Huidaral. Well, I don't know. In the running order, it says, in, in the email, it says Huidaral. So I'm just going right. off off what the actual uh, emailer says himself. Regardless of that, <laughs> I think... I think, I think you could Belgian. say that at any point in the podcast, Luke. Yeah, true. I, I say something, you say regardless of that, I'd like to move <laughs> the show on, please. Uh, I think it's, poss- it's pro- possibly Belgian or Dutch as a mm. brand, it seems to me. Oh, it's got a it, circle on top of the eye, hasn't it? Yeah, it's got a positive on one eye and a negative on the other eye. It's very clever. Mm. Um, I think it's a new player and it is a new player. It I love it. Good, good on you, it. Kent. We right. I don't think we've ever had an email from a Kent before either. I don't think we have. We've had a review of cunts. Um, yeah, right. 100%. Uh, Andrew from Japan. Uh, hello, the Luke and Pete. Uh, found these babies at my local supermarket here in Japan. Hopefully, Aeon at Top Value uh, can make their way into the battery, Daddy. They've been uh, working hard, powering my Game Boy Advance, and in turn helping me work through Zelda Four Swords. Um, Aeon, big, just a massive department store. Uh, big fan of uh, of Aeon, Tokyo Hands. And a couple of other places that I, I can't remember now, but I, I love a I love a Japanese department store. I love a Japanese. Andrew's just knocking camera. about. He's knocking about Japan, mm. playing Zelda Four Swords on his Game Boy Advance. Oh God! It's just, uh, honestly soy boy or not? Why would he be a soy boy? He's just well, buying are, batteries so for would, his Game you Boy. Would know, you would know. I d- I d- I d- it depends on what he's, it depends on what he's getting up to in Zelda Four Swords. I'm not really sure what happens in that game, but you know, oh, if he's okay. helping a farmer get rid of a. a Crow, well, yes, a soy boy, a, a ghoul. ghoul. It might not, but it might just be something charming—a charming little side quest. Um, Peter, um, <laughs> hello. Joey Barton told me you're a soy boy. <laughs> Joey Barton is being poorly advised. He's he's off out on his own. He's not even he's not even trying to. He's not even got a PR team behind him. He's just he's just. This is what he would have been doing about ten years ago when he got obsessed with Morrissey when he didn't, when he had his PR <laughs> yeah, team. Yeah, I forgot about that. Do you remember? Yeah. And he had his, he had that PR team trying to make him sound more interesting. Now yeah. even the PR team won't touch him. He's gone bloody well, mental. What I would say is he's being represented by one of the world's biggest agencies because I had um, that podcast on my desk to to, to potentially be produced. To pick through the board. That would have been a that would have that would have been a cool PR shit show that you would have to deal with. Well, the answer was no because right. I've got I've got some prescience, mm. um, if not if not that much. Anyway, listen, we're digressing here. Mm, um, okay. It's my fault. Um, Aeon Top Value are also new players. So that's two I out love two. it. Congratulations I, to you, Andrew. 
And bearing in mind, like, Aeon's like, um, I don't know, like a Phoenix. You know, it's a big department store. How have you never yeah. had not... How have you never not had an... Um, let's move on. Uh, Rob! <laughs> Hello, Luke and Pete. My name is Rob, and I hail from the Gold Coast, Australia. I was originally helping out my mother, and uh, came across what Glory described as the mum of a battery daddy. <laughs> an off-brand uh, Tupperware container filled with loose batteries from various bulk sales over the years. In this container, I came across an eight-pack of J. Burroughs high-performance alkaline batteries, which sounds... Almost like Mumford and Sons. <laughs> like Mumford and Sons, high performance alkaline batteries. This is a new player. Thanks for all laughs, uh, Rob. It's a lovely uh, off brand uh, Tupperware uh, contraption. Does anybody actually bother with um, official Tupperware? Does anyone, if you've got official Tupperware in there in your house, do let us know. Hello at LukePeteShow.com. Yeah, I want to know if there's like any, a, yeah. if there's people who are really into the brand Tupperware. It has to be so, Tupperware on now. But so. I thought that like everything now that is like that could be called Tupperware. Yeah, well, no, I, I, I mean, I, I reckon it's one of those Hoover things. You're not allowed to actually, you, you shouldn't be calling it a Hoover. It's a vacuum. Um, I reckon Tupperware still probably still got the got the license. No, are they still a company? I reckon they probably got the original and the best, and it's a quid extra. Oh, yeah, they and are. They're, buy they're, them. they're 86 years old, and I'm just looking at them now. They're still pulling in hundreds of millions a year. Good on them. What are they branched out to do? Surely they must be branching out on new stuff. What like so, we must I be having knew. like new food that like put your couscous in here, like new yeah. food that we're not we weren't eating back then. Modernising. Yeah. I, I never knew that um, the guy who founded them was called Earl Tupper. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. That's, that's, a, that's where a Tupperware nice, comes from. I don't think I've ever heard the second name Tupper. Well done. No, I don't think I've. No. I, don't know. Yeah. He, he, I mean, he's dead now. But he he's he, dead now. he he invented Tupperware in Good a big on. in a um, massive Tupperware coffin. Jay Burroughs. Is that what we said? As uh, it, it yeah, I've forgotten. Jay Burroughs, high performance. Yeah. Just look for Burroughs, I guess. Then new um, players as well. Oh, my God, Rob. Three out of three. Rob, I am so excited <laughs> about the possibilities of the um, battery daddy in 2024. We thought Every it was dead. Every single battery it's so bat- far has been new. It's honestly, man, like, it's it's incredible. Um, congratulations to everyone uh, who got involved. This has been the Luke and Pete Show for a Thursday. Keep your battery brands coming in because if if, if we're going to start the year like this, we need to keep this up, to be quite frank. We need, we, we've set the bar. We've had some Saudi investment and we, we're going to, we're, we're performing at a higher level now, a Champions League level. So we need your, your, your emails with your battery information in. I mean, what's annoying is that we mm. haven't had any Saudi investment and no one respects us anyway. You know, true, it, true. You lose all the respect when you take the Saudi money. We haven't got any respect, so why don't no. we just take the money? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, probably because our respect is worth nothing. <laughs> it's the, yeah, true. Is it, we've got no respect in the bank, so the Saudis can't buy the respect. The Saudis are literally like, buying. why would we want to wash, you, wash, wash ourselves through you? What, what well, would, you're going to make us dirty. Yeah, we'll come up smelling of shit. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, See you on we'll Monday. Be back on Monday. Ta-ta. Hello, LukePeteShow.com. Have a lovely weekend. The Luke and Pete Show is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do 
and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details.